This week's episode is sponsored by the Breakthrough to Excellence book. This book will help guide the reader through overcoming self-doubt and fear and acquiring professional prosperity. In this book, it takes a deep dive with research, science, and real-life stories of women who courageously push past the fear to conquer their goals. You can find out more at www.breakthroughtoexcellence.com. Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Haley. And for this episode, we are interviewing Adrienne Johnson. She is a professional course writer who helps entrepreneurs create good courses. Connect with her at getyourfncoursedone.com <laughs> for, forward slash group <laughs> and adriannejohnson.co. Man, I'm sorry. I was supposed to keep that totally like sounding like I'm on my Oprah-ish today, right? But I was, that is so genius. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, listeners, we will put it in the show notes. Don't you worry about that. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, that's so great. So I've been like, you know, fangirling over you for some time. You probably don't realize, obviously. <laughs> I am introverted, so I'm not going to go like, hey, you want to get to know each I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch you. <laughs> so I've been watching you, and I've just been hearing the reviews from people that have worked with you. And I was like, I have to have her on the show. And so I know that um, I'm in, in your Facebook group. I've watched some of your your presentation. So I already know like the listeners are in for an amazing treat today. Thank you so much. Listen, I, I love what I do and I'm just happy to share it, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now I, we always get into your entrepreneurial journey. I love to hear why you've selected your niche, why you have decided to go into entrepreneurship. What has led you to what you're doing today? Totally. Well, the, there's a, there's a short answer and a long answer. <laughs> So I'll go with the short one today, which was that um, <laughs> I have a background in English writing. So I, I got my, I have an English writing degree um, from DePaul University, a small, small town outside of Indianapolis. Um, and, you know, I'd always been interested in education and teaching and everything like that. I had some really, really great teachers and educators in my life. Um, and... As I left college, I started out in insurance. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's completely <laughs> not related. <laughs> uh, insurance, banking, you know, that type of thing. And it just was like, whoa, what am I doing? You know, um, 
So uh, long story short, very long story short, I ended up purchasing with the help of my mom, Rachel's multiply course in 2017. Um, And at that point, I realized that I was more interested in like how to create a course than like creating my own course. And I, you know, was looking into ways to do that as a profession. And so uh, I ended up getting, you know, kind of rounding about uh, instructional design and technical writing. Um, And then ultimately I landed at my job here at Salesforce um, earlier this year where I am a learning design writer. So I write courses and I also edit courses for salespeople at Salesforce. So (laughs) based on that, based on my background and everything and, and my professional experience, you know, I decided that I wanted to bring, you know, better courses to entrepreneurs. I know entrepreneurs are passionate about courses. Uh, I think we've all experienced some good courses and some not so good courses. <laughs> and I really want to help people create good courses in ways that aren't overwhelming. So, you know, that's literally the, the short version. <laughs> I know that sounds long, but that's no, it's basically not. It's how perfect. I got started. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. Um, um, there's a couple of nuggets that I've that I that I heard in there. But one, I love the fact that you kind of expanded already a talent that you already had because mm-hmm. you were in English writing. And I love like that in your journey, you know, you're you're pretty much doing it Adrian Adrian's way. Yeah. <laughs> That's you a know? really great way of saying it. Yeah, Adrian's way. <laughs> and and that's the way it should be, right? Like totally. we shouldn't totally. be asking for anyone's permission. We should be, you know, exploring what's out there. And then and then what I also really 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 like is the fact that you you are an entrepreneur but you're not an entrepreneur right now that's saying everyone must quit your job. No. You know, like, you know, we do have bills to pay, right? Listen. But, okay, so like, <laughs> I feel that when I, it's in alignment with my philosophy, whenever I'm working with a client, I don't care if you want to stay at your nine to five or you want to quit your nine to five, just make your business profitable and totally. make it meaningful. Totally, 100%. <laughs> you know, and, and, and people, I think, you know, jobs get a bad rep. Um, because I think a lot of people are in jobs that they don't enjoy, you know, and I'm grateful to be, you know, at a company I enjoy in a job that I enjoy. So I'm, you know, literally, you know, as grateful as I can be, you know, about the situation and I don't take it lightly and business is hard. And in order to stay profitable, you got to keep making money and you got to keep your expenses low. You have to, you be able to handle all of those things. It's a whole thing. So um, having my my job just allows me to kind of take risks in my business that I probably wouldn't otherwise take. Um, so I kind of appreciate having that flexibility. Yes, yes, absolutely. And there, you know, even when I was growing my brand, I've been in business for um, four and a half years, but I just did a pivot this year. Even when I was growing mine, I would take part-time jobs. I've mm-hmm. taken a full-time job if I if I needed to. You know, I didn't have any shame in my game. <laughs> no, you no, know, really. I, I utilized whatever I could because, you know, one of the things that we have to understand, whether you are in business, you're just starting, you're aspiring, or whether you've been in business for a couple of years, 
we have to get rid of this ego that we all have Mm -hmm. and understand that it takes time. It takes patience, takes a measure of faith in your own God-given talents and abilities to keep pressing forward, but understand that, you know, to build something meaningful that's actually going to create a legacy for you and make an impact doesn't happen overnight. And it's, and it's done with integrity and with your values and your strengths and all of that jazz. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's why I say this is the short, the short version of the long story, you know? Yeah. You know, at the time when I, when I purchased that course from Rachel, um, you know, I was working a call center job, you know, Mm -hmm. I hated everything. (laughs) I hated other people. I, I hated working at that job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that I left out of that short, that short version that just seemed like detours mm-hmm. from where I ultimately wanted to go. And just for brevity's sake, <laughs> I didn't include that, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. You know, it wasn't a straight shot for me getting an English degree to working at Salesforce. I mean, I graduated from college, like, you know, nine years ago now. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's a, there's a lot that went into that. So I don't ever want to, you know try to tell people, I was like, oh, I just, you know, fell into this. <laughs> you know? None of us do, though. Right. None of us do. It's not that easy. <laughs> There's a discovery phase for all of us. You know, I um, started off as a clinician, as a dental hygienist, then I went into public health, and then I went um, and I l- went back to private practice, and then I went into education and academia and worked at, mm. that for full time. Then I left that, started my business became an educational consultant for a university and like mm-hmm. all of that all of those experiences were putting tools in my toolbox right and helping me gain clarity on the next step yes yes so you gotta yes. take action right right and in the moment you know I had visions about oh I'll be a virtual assistant and work from home which I was a virtual assistant for for a while mm-hmm. um and I'll be, you know, making all this money working from home, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to, you know, do all this. Stuff. None of that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had dreams and I think the dreams I had like spurred me on to to do different things. But, you know, ultimately where I landed is where, where I wanted to go. I just wasn't able to see how it was going to work out, you know, so. Yes. <laughs> so those perfectionists out there who feel like they want to map out their life for the next five years. Yeah, I've got goals. I've got goals mm-hmm. for my business. And, I, and I'm and i going to attempt to say this is the way we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But life doesn't work out that way. Like, neither does yeah. your business. You know, yeah. you need to be strategic, yes, but you have to be flexible, be willing to pivot. And also invest in yourself in ways that, you need. So for, mm-hmm. for those listening, you know, she's talking about Rachel Rogers and who's another um, amazing black woman who is out there helping and supporting other business owners to achieve their goals and reach a million dollars. And, um, you know, you invested in a course and you mm-hmm. got the help that, and assistance that you needed in order to invest in that. And every entrepreneur that is successful we are investing in ourselves that's 100 percent sure <laughs> non-stop now a little bit too much sometimes y'all sometimes be doing a little, a little much. bit too much <laughs> like you don't have to buy every single 29 dollar offer that's out there okay this was me <laughs> right <laughs> me too 
<laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can be a listen. I used to have a budget line in my, <laughs> I have a line out in budget, in my budget for these little tripwire offers <laughs> because that's how much I used to pay. Man, they just the be, lot. they just be getting you. Like, just $17 more. I'm like, damn, right. right, this is 17 that's 17 okay. <laughs> And that stuff be eating you up Listen. now. <laughs> okay. It's hilarious. Oh but, my gosh. Um, you know, yes, you do, but you have to be strategic. At some point you have to be strategic because then sure. you'll find like, you'll find that you're throwing a bunch of darts everywhere and it's not landing on anything. And then mm-hmm. you're not moving the needle towards your business. So investment is important and you did, and you were strategic, right? In, yeah. in that investment. Um, and that's an investment too in any of Rachel's programs or any of the these amazing people that are out there. You have to be se- selective on who you choose, by the way. But that's a whole nother mm-hmm. um, episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's premium. It's premium. So you're going yeah. to be invested. So you got to be strategic. You got to be really sure about what your needs are for yourself, for your business, and ultimately where you want to go. Have some direction. Yeah. A smidge. You know? Definitely. I mean, I think I was at the time, you know, when I first started out in online business, being a virtual assistant, which was ridiculous, considering I was like managing of, you know, dealing with a full time job, dealing with the spouse, dealing with, you know, all the different things that go on in just, you know, regular life. Um, and I was literally like throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to figure out how to get this to all work. Um, and then I, you know, personal, you know, I had circumstances I had to take like a year, year and a half off almost Mm -hmm. from doing business because I just couldn't, I just couldn't handle it anymore. I just didn't have the time and I have the energy. Um, and I was dealing with, you know, a divorce and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, but when I came back and did this business, I felt like everything just clicked, you know, I just felt like. I knew immediately going into it what I wanted it to be, where I wanted it to go. And I only know that now because I had that previous experience, those experiences in business, starting out small. Um, see, you know, now I can distinguish between what's a good, you know, what's a tripwire I probably should buy and what's one that I can kind of pass up, you know. Amen. Versus before I would have just been like, oh, man, I wish I could afford this, you know. Um, and now it's like, I know specifically what my goal is, where I'm at, where I'm going. Um, but it's, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a straight, you know, line up, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a meandering road sometimes. Okay. <laughs> you know? True. It's just not always picture perfect. So no, it's not. Yeah. It's like, if you, I don't know if you remember, um, <laughs> I don't know why this song just came up in my head. But ease on down, ease on down the road. Yeah, yeah. Now, when they were going down that road, right, through the whiz, they were kind of like zigzagging, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and that is exactly what popped in my head while you were yes. talking. I was like, ease on down, ease That's on down. That's exactly it. It's like you're, you're, you're taking the steps you know you need to take, but it's going to be a little bit of a windy road. That's okay. Yes, yeah. You know? And you know what? I, you dropped a huge gem. And that's why I'm so happy we're diving into your journey a little bit more because you just said that you took off a year and a half. And most mm-hmm. business owners think like, ah, oh, I can't pivot. I can't change. I have to do it this way because of X, Y, and Z. And 
when we pause, even if it's a week or two, right, or taking some days off when you feel like you're at your wits end and, and you don't know what it is that you need that you need to do next, taking time off yeah. brings you clarity. Oh, 100 percent. Like I literally, you know, I just came back. I was laser focused, laser yes. focused. And I felt that, you know, oh, I want to join this program. I want to join that other program. But I'm like, wait a minute now. That's not that's not what we want here. <laughs> you yeah, know, the yeah. whole point of this is to achieve this one goal. That's it. Yeah, You know, and, and that's primarily, I can say that because I'm not trying to leave my job. Right. So, you know, for someone who's trying to leave their job, you know, you do, you know, you can push harder and go longer and further faster, but definitely right. taking time off is, was key for me to come back just feeling like that, that clarity that you talked about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So listeners, um, I hope you've, you, you're writing these down. Okay. <laughs> because there's some, I mean, that was a jam packed gem session right there. And it, it just really, one of the things that I just feel like I'm going to be screaming to the, the mountaintops in 2021 is the fact that you determine what success looks like for you. You determine where your business should go. You determine the next strategy, the next step. And we have to get out of this cookie cutter approach of looking mm. at business. Because 100%. so many of us try to put ourselves in the mold of some influencer or some business person that we admire, that we, you know, are inspired by. And we want to get to that, that level of success. We think that way. And then we wind up being totally unhappy mm. and it's and almost crushing our souls in the, in the midst of that where we don't realize that when we honor who we are in the process of a, us building our business that that leads to true professional freedom yes yes yeah i mean fitting the fitting you know it's like i think you know i followed rachel rogers her a long time and i still follow her um, but I think as I've like kind of matured as an entrepreneur, I recognize that the world needs Rachel Rogers, people like Rachel Rogers and the world needs people like Adrian Johnson mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's okay for me to not be busting down walls every day. You know, it's okay for me to just live in contentment and be comfortable. Yeah. Um, now, you know, there's always going to be a moment where we need to, you know, show people what's what. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, flex on them. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to flex on them. Okay. <laughs> you know, and for that, like, you all, you know, there's always going to be that time. But, you know, I have tried to take off the burden for myself to feel like, okay, I have to show everybody, like, you can't tell me no. Like, I right. feel so strongly. Like, I went through a long period where I was like, oh, let me buy a house. I want to buy a house um, because I just want people to just like try to tell me no I just want them to dare to try to tell me no okay you know what I mean like I just yes. wanted to, I just wanted people to not realize oh this this woman's out here making some money you know and I just wanted mm-hmm. to prove myself to them yes. um and I think you know that's a heavy weight and, and at least it was for me and I felt like you know what it's okay I don't have to prove myself today yeah you know yeah. maybe there will be a time for that 
but I don't have to prove myself today. Yes. And, you know, at the end of the road, like you have people who are pioneers who, who kind of help everyone else behind them, you know, take that road. Um, but I think sometimes it's a little bit of a burden, especially I'm speaking for myself as a black woman. Sometimes I feel the burden to take on all this stuff. And I think it's a little hard for me. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little stressful, yeah. you know, so I'm trying to get to the place where I can be comfortable and be happy. Yeah. Um, but also give myself permission to be happy and not be a, you know, super fighter every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. because we see what's going on with social media. We see what's going on, you know, in the world. Um, but I find that I'm going to try to live my happy and just, you know, give myself permission to not be an activist today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But that's my whole, you know, that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) I feel like it's a multi-layered, you know, Mm -hmm. pressure for us Um, as Black women, as for me, I'm breaking, you know, generational curses. Oh, listen. You know, I mean, it's deep. Mm -hmm. And I never get a chance. I honestly really don't. My mind never rests. I'm naturally like that. Um, but you're right. There has to be some measure of accountability to ourselves to say, okay, if I know I can't be all things to everyone, like, why am I still choosing to do X, Y, and Z that's Mm. pulling me in this direction and taking everything out of me? Um, we still have a duty, a civic duty and responsibility because no matter what we do, As an entrepreneur, you're still an influencer, in my opinion, mm-hmm. <laughs> a leader. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I find yeah. that interesting that you mentioned it, that. It's just a little, you know, that's that's, that's the vibe I've been on lately. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I definitely can get very anxious about things, especially, you know, at the time of this recording, like the current political climate mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it stresses me out. <laughs> and I live in mm-hmm. Indiana <laughs> where it's, a uh, you know, deep red you know, state and, um, you know, so I, I, I'm stressed out. (laughs) I'm stressed Mm -hmm, out by, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. racism and perceived racism and, Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I'm trying to find a balance where I can be happy, you know, where I am and also still affect change. Um, but part of my being happy has been like, okay, you can take off the cape or take off the mantle, you know, today. Mm -hmm. Um, and just try to enjoy, <laughs> try to yeah. enjoy life today. Yeah. At least that's, that's what I've been on. You know what I mean? But I, I still absolutely very much respect support um, financially, you know, people who are out there, um, you know, getting work done, getting it done, you know, yes. for the good of everyone. So yeah. I think that's also very important too. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm a mom, I have two kids and I have to, I have to choose where I'm going to to uh, make my stand so Mm -hmm. like whether it's where I spend my money whether it's like a course that I put on if I'm speaking about specifically diversity not holding back Mm -hmm. you know those are the ways in which I've had to decide like how am I going to show up how am I going to continue to promote anti-racism how am I you know going to still honor the sacrifices even my own family has made absolutely You know, um, it's a tough decision because we've got, it's a tough decision, but it's doable. You got to figure out what works best for your circumstances and not 
feel shame if you can't do all the things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get at for sure. Yeah. It's just the shame yeah. and the guilt, you know, um, like you, you know, I'm sure, you know, my, my parents and grandparents and their grandparents, and, you know, have been through a lot just to get me here, you know, yep. and I think, you know, especially as black women, we feel that, that weight, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, get, get through some of that and, and just try to be like, what would my, you know, would my, would my ancestors, would my grandmother, you know, want me to keep pushing, pushing, or would she want me to rest? Yes, you know, honey. would she want me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I think it's sometimes it's like, it's not always a clear answer. There's not always yeah. a clear answer, but I think asking the question is what's most important, right? You yes. know, so, you know, it's not a, a straight, you know, black and white issue, but it's mm-hmm. uh, no pun intended. But, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a, it's a question that I think we should ask, you mm-hmm. know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's I, a humanity I, question. It's like sure. going to be my contribution to the community. Absolutely. As a whole. Absolutely. To better it. If we all ask that question, it would make a difference. Definitely. Big time. You know, and and where I can help right now is financial support, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. supporting candidates and supporting people that, you know, who are doing the work that I believe in, you know, supporting the arts, you know, locally, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, all those different things make a difference. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at least that's kind of where I am right now. So I'm, you know, trying not to drive myself crazy. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to but we'll see how it goes oh it's never a guarantee right but then we fall off and then we get back together we get back together (laughs) i am no way perfect okay honey (laughs) um all right so let's get into course creation here and course writing so i've been in i've um as an educator i've had to go through you know, um, especially when I did my master's degree, educational methodology, yeah. learning how to teach, you know, adult learners and, and all of that jazz. Most people don't have that background when they're mm-hmm. starting their courses. Okay. Um, they don't even know how to write a clear objective mm-hmm. and really express like where someone is, how they're going to take them from A to Z. Like there's a journey that all of our students go through, um, whether you're, an entrepreneur or in education. So let's talk about some of the common mistakes people make. Let's just do three because I'm sure, sure you can go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you finding that are the common mistakes that entrepreneurs are making when it comes to their course creation? Um, I think the first thing that I kind of see most, most often is people who are like, I'm just going to like slap a course together. I'm just going to like record these videos, (laughs) you know? And it's like, Oh, I'm just going to like, like record one hour long. I'm going to record six, like one hour long videos, you know, that type of thing, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And it's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, that people see courses and I say, I'm saying that to get to the point, the core of it, which is like people see courses as like a cash injection. Mm. Um, and that's I think, yeah, I mean, I've, at least that's how I've been seeing people kind of pushing in is like, they see it as like a cash injection where it's like, oh, I need to make some money real quick. Let me just put together something so I can create a course. Mm. And I think, um, there's a lot <laughs> that goes into creating a good course. You know, that's why I try to like make the distinction between just creating a course, which there are several people out there right now teaching people how to create courses. But how do you create a good course, a course that's not only just going to sell, but is going to help you build your reputation, right? Because when people buy it, 
and they don't like it or whatever. We, we, in this online industry, you just had a tendency to blame them. Oh, you just didn't like put much effort into the course. Well, maybe, but maybe it's more the course isn't, isn't set up the way it needs to be. Um, you know, maybe there aren't clear learning objectives. Maybe there's a promise made in the marketing that doesn't come through in the course. You know, there's all these different aspects to, like you said, adult learning. Um, and we have to kind of separate marketing of the course from the actual creation of a good course. And right now people are just marketing courses. They're not actually focusing on creating good courses, at least in my opinion. So yeah, that's and we respect your opinion. We want it. We want it all. <laughs> okay. I call them like I see them. Yeah. So, you know, as I'm thinking like, you know, because you, you hear a lot about like minimum viable product. Yep. And, you know, like you just said, I mean, I can't think of a better word. Slap them together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just sell it. Yeah, that is the push. And I think, you know, the push may be because it is overwhelming to think about it when you create a course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And people are treating it as a cash injection. It could be. Depending, depending on like what your community and follow, follow followers are like, mm-hmm. but I find that interesting that you mentioned like that. Okay, so that was like three and one, I guess. <laughs> that was like three and one. I'm like, did she do? Did she do three? <laughs> and I want to just quickly like clarify, like I'm not trying to vilify anyone who has had to do that. Let me just yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very clearly say. <laughs> that I'm not trying to paint anyone who does that as the enemy. Okay. Like I'm just trying to say there's a better way. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause if I look at like where I was when I first started my business and I put things together, I mean, my lighting was terrible. I just, you know, you did what you could, right. You did what you had to do. Yes. But at some point as you're leveling up and you're scaling your business, because I help clients who are scaling their business um, you have to show up differently. You yes. have to really show up differently. Thank you for saying that. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. You know, is yeah. that we're talking about, this is something that we all talk about in the course world is like, oh, sales, you know, oh, this course made, you know, six figures or, you know, however many, you know, yeah. and you have the, the, the big names out there who are, you know, selling that, that concept. And I think, I haven't, first of all, let me just say, I haven't, I don't have any of their products, so I don't know <laughs> what, what they're, what's in there. Yeah. Um, but I will say that when it comes down to it, you know, I don't think a lot of people are taking courses very seriously. Um, and it's not necessarily, you know, we think about the marketing, we don't think about like the educational aspect. And I don't mean educational, like informational, I just mean like the educational as in how are you organizing and structuring your content? So that it actually, you know, reaches the learner, right? So that's it's it's produced and, and made in a way that's going to help people actually learn. And that's what I think a lot of people are missing. So, but I don't want to vilify people who have had to do this. I'm just trying to say, there's a better way. Yeah, yeah. There's always a better way. <laughs> I'm learning it now. I'm trying to slow down. That's all right. That's all right. There's no judge. You're not going to get any judgment from me. I ain't worried about you, Adrian. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, not one bit. I'm like, all right, I'll take this note. I will That's do all. this when I can. 
Exactly. And that's all I'm asking people to do. You know what I'm saying? You understand your own capacity. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And that's, but I'm also at a different level maturity wise as a business owner. I know like I have to be really strategic or, okay, this is my next step, but I know like either I need to use a team member or I need to invest in the services that you offer to really get a global view of the process for my customers because you want people to come back. And that's the thing, right? People don't talk about completion rates. You know, people don't talk about, you know, they might have like, a you know, so we all have star students or star clients or whatever who are going to sing our praises. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But the real question is like, how good? Ask the person who wanted the refund, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what, what they thought about the course. You know, see if you can try to get a real answer from them. You know, that stuff matters. And I think you see, you know, the Jenna Kutcher's or whomever put out these courses and it's like, is this really that good? Or is it just the the marketing machine behind it? No shade to Jenna. I'm just using her as an example. But, you know, I can't wait till we get off this call. I'm about to tell you who that applies to, who that came Uh up in my head. Okay. I already know. now. I'm going to spill it when we're not recording. Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. (laughs) But yeah. Wow. You know, and marketing is important, obviously, you know, marketing is important, but I also think that you don't want, you don't want to have this, this big, you know, mountain of a business and at the bottom of the the mountain, people are like, Oh, it's not that great. It's not that great. It's not that great. You know? And and there's only so much of that you can control right? You can't control every single person who's who's upset about the price or whatever. But I think we need to think about if we're marketing it this way, does the course actually live up to that? Um, and I think that's one of the keys that people are kind of, you know, not, they're not able to evaluate it. How do you evaluate that? You know, how do you evaluate the expectations versus the delivery? Mm. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yes. So good. Okay. So like, what are some, I would say you can say, you can do three or three in one because Adrian's <laughs> going to do it Adrian's way. <laughs> I appreciate that you know that about me. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> no, you're totally good. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, but just give us like three practical things entrepreneurs can do right now to kind of evaluate their course and and to really check yeah. in on themselves based on what you've just explained well here's here's one thing i'm going to try to say these three outright so that if i don't so i don't go down a deep deep hole and, and start talking about different things okay um <laughs> first of all like do you have like a proper system set up to support your course And I mean, like, do you have someone handling customer service? You know, do you have, is everything smooth when it comes to not only delivering the course, but people getting access to the different assets? Is it smooth? Um, Do you have a support system? So that's all, you know, in one. That's more about the actual, like, taking care of your customers, you know, aspect of it. Um, The second thing I would say is think about having surveys in your courses, like as you go through. So like after module one, hey, what was the most beneficial part of this module? What was the least beneficial part of this module? The, the, some of the best, you know, adult educators, um, you know, they ask questions and they get responses. They need data to determine whether or not this is even relevant to that person. 
Um, ideally, you would know that information beforehand, but you always want to evaluate it on the back end just in case. You know, if you're getting a lot of refund requests or something, it could be indicative of a marketing issue or a Facebook ads issue, or you're not targeting the right person or whatever. But the only way you know that is if you ask. So don't be afraid to ask. Try to, to try to buck up a little bit and allow people to kind of shit on your course a little bit. It's not fun. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. But I promise you it will help you, you know, create and sell your course better um, in the long run. So, you know, the third thing I would say, which is kind of maybe I would say maybe a little counterintuitive is don't think people, the the number one thing that people come to me when they say like their biggest question about courses is how to not be overwhelmed with creating it. That's the number one question that I get is how Mm -hmm. to not be overwhelmed, right? With all this knowledge and all this information. And um, I would say the first thing to kind of like, one of many things you could do to kind of quell that that overwhelm is to have the proper expectations set in place for yourself and for the course you don't can only have the proper expectations when you know what you can handle you know but also don't expect perfection i think people go into it they want to create their signature course and it's like okay i get that you want to create your signature course but is this one and done thing for you are you are you open to looking at it every six months or every three months and saying, okay, what's going on with this, right? We're thinking about only the marketing aspect, not the actual course itself. Um, and so if you can if you can think about your course more holistically and think of it as an iterative process, you know, something that you, you kind of update and change as you go along versus something that has to be done and is final and, you know, <laughs> and it has to be perfect. If you can think about it, um, in a, you know, this is the, this is alpha, this is beta, this is gold, you know, if you can think about it from that perspective, then I think that kind of reduces the, the temperature, you know, to kind of get it completely right the first time. Um, cause I think that's the most important thing when you to get started is that, okay, have proper expectations, um, in order to actually start creating it, you know, and not be overwhelmed, but there's, I could talk about overwhelm all day, but those are the, the top you know, three things that I think would hopefully be helpful <laughs> to people. Oh, so helpful. So helpful. In fact, I was just having a conversation with another entrepreneur. Um, we're considering partnering together. We were talking about um, surveys mm-hmm. and getting feedback. And a lot of us, and I have to admit, like I would do it after a course, like a one hour course, or something that 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 nature because it was required yeah. to take surveys for continuing education for licensure. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit that even for like some of my entrepreneur based ones, I didn't always follow through with the survey mm-hmm. because I felt like, uh, well, you know, it's not necessary. This is one last thing I don't want to have to collect data on right totally. now. Um and I can see now, even with me, as I'm building out right now, my courses at the time of this recording are beta, but I'm doing my first launch of them in January of 2021. And Ooh. this, this, of course, this recording will come after 2021. So I'll tell you guys later on what that's <laughs> like. But um, I'm thinking, yeah. I got to get some feedback right now before right. I do this launch. Yeah, and, and that's okay. <laughs> like, literally, I've had people who are like, who want to work with me and they're like, okay, I want to do this, but how important is getting feedback on my beta launch first? And I said, get feedback, you know, before you work with me, if you have the capacity to get feedback, get feedback, 
you know, mm-hmm. because there's that's the only way you're going to have, you know, before you drop this money, you know, you need mm-hmm. to figure out what direction you're going in. Yeah. Um, and I think it's super important to to it's it's another thing. Right. That's why I kind of like, you know, and am in favor of people having some sort of support system for this course. Right. Because um, when you think about like the ways that you really want to make good money at it. Right. You can make a, a quick cash injection. Sure. You know, but is this going to be a long term asset or is it going to be something that we're just going to forget about next year? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's your business, <laughs> not you. You know, personally, I, you know, I understand you, Jasmine. You know, you're not thinking that way, but like, you know, it's your business. So you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. But um, when you think about people like love to, to include courses in this idea of like passive income. And I'm trying to I'm here to tell the people. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> It is not passive. Okay. Mm. It's only passive for people who like hire agencies or whomever to, to, to support that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, with ads, with customer support, you know, with updating it, with iterating it, making sure everybody's good to go. Like it's not a passive thing as much as we would love it to be. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, and maybe, you know, there's no, there is no, you know, rules that say that you have to offer a Facebook group or that you have to offer a certain amount of support or whatever. So, you know, if you're going to offer that kind of support, don't expect it to be passive. But if you're just going to sell it and just, you know, let it live on its own, maybe it will be passive for you. But for most people, you know, we're thinking about, okay, people are going to have questions. How am I going to support them? It's not going to be passive, boo. It's just not. Sorry. Mm, <laughs> I love your philosophy. Oh, you're so passionate about it. And I love that. I mean, that is, it makes sense. It may, I'm like, my mind is literally blown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, wow. I I feel like, you know, I'm not an Amy Porterfield or or Jenna Kutcher or whomever. Oh, you you Adrian Johnson. (laughs) I'm Adrian Johnson. You know, I'm just going to be me. Okay. I'm just going to be me, but I want us, you know, as online, as online people to, 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 um, figure out, you know, just get some little bit of reality, right? We've all been sold a little bit of a, you know, this idea, which is perfectly fine. And it it works for people, some people. Okay. So I'm not trying to say that doesn't fully work. I'm just saying we have to be a little bit more considerate, right? The, 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 the people who are purchasing now, the consumers now, we're more, we are more discerning <laughs> than the online consumer was 10 that's to 15 so years ago. Oh, that's so true. You know, <laughs> so it's like the same stuff ain't going to work. So you need to, it's not even just about that. It's a little bit about ethics too, but I don't want to like harp on that too much, but yeah, you know, we have to be better, uh, more responsible online entrepreneurs, I think. And, uh, I think courses are a big part of that. So that's yeah. just my, you know, my idea. <laughs> Absolutely, and, uh, I'm always open to people asking questions and, you know, you know, getting, getting help and support any way they can. So yes. Holler. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. So Adrian, um, this is my last question to you. Tell me, what piece of advice you would give yourself when you first started your business? Mm, oh my gosh. Um, keep going. That would be my piece of advice. Bitch, you want to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. 
that's okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you know, like you're 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 on a roll. You're you have an idea. It's sparking. Keep going. Keep rolling. Keep keep flowing with that that same that same concept. Um, Yes. (laughs) You know, I had a very clear idea in my head what I thought it was going to be, and you know, it didn't turn out to be exactly that way. But it is literally, and people say this all the time, but it's so much better than that. Um, and I'm glad that I took, you know, the, the risk and took the the leap when I, when I did. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm grateful to that, that, that Adrian of five years ago or three years ago or whatever. Um, and that's the advice I'd give. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Please let the listeners know where they can contact you a little bit about your services and what you do. Sure. Sure. Sure thing. Um, so I, uh, you can find me online at adrianjohnson.co. That's A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E johnson.co. Um, and also my Facebook group, which is the Springboard Society. If you want to look it up on Facebook, um, you can also get, uh, directed straight to it at get your effing course done. That's E-F-F-I-N, get your effing course done.com slash group. So that's where you can, you can head me. I'm, I'm actually working on my own course now, if you can believe it. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> Surprise! That's exciting. Yeah, so I'm I'm planning on launching that uh, first quarter 2021, which you know. Okay. Pro- yeah, so definitely, you know, check that out. But you'll get all the info from my list or from my group. All right, awesome. Well, it's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Adrian, for coming on the show today. This has been great. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.